Today on the Tim Marner podcast show, I've got my mate Marky fucking Snape. Mark, how long have we known each other for? It's about about five years. Is it five, five years? Five, six years. I think it might be a bit more than a that. A bit more than that. Yeah. So just tell everybody who you are and tell them about your background. Should we start off with the Marines? Right, go on. Go on. So tell me about that. How oh. you got into? Uh, joining was 18. Um, 26th of February, 2001. Uh, 804 troop. Passed out as an original. And then went into heavy weapons. So I was a GPMG specialist, an HMG specialist, missiles. Went to Afghanistan uh, at 19 years old. Um, then came back from that. We was um, attached to special forces and we went out to Iraq for the initial invasion. Come back from that, I did a, a tour of Northern Ireland Left the Marines when I was in 2006 and went straight into bodyguarding from there. Uh, I had some, the first client was uh, Paul McCartney. So I was 23 years old looking after Paul McCartney. That was a bit... Surreal. Uh, well, honestly, not really because I'm only 23. It was my dad's, dad's era, so my dad was more impressed than what I were. Yeah. Um, but yeah, but then in 2008, I went out to Iraq working for the US government, looking after government officials out there, down in Basra. That was, that was, I did three years working for the um, Americans, then I did three years working for the Iraqis within the city. So I went from working on the Cobb and then went into the city, working for them. Returned, well, came out of Iraq and that's when I set up uh, the Iron Pit, which you helped brand. Yep. Uh, I remember the phone call. I remember where I were yeah. talking about it. You got it, you got it instantly what I was about. And yeah, we, I came, we came up with something. Well, I came up with something that was absolutely fantastic. It just didn't work out. It just it didn't work out for several reasons. So when I met you, when we were doing the Iron Pit, mm. there was a lot more edge about you, weren't you? You were a little bit more irrational, not quite sure what Mark's going to kind of turn up. Is he going to... You're always cool with me, but like I could just see this other side of you. What 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 was the reason for that? Was that coming from the Marines? I don't think we've ever talked about PS, PTSD or anything before, have we together? I think the thing at the time, the transition of coming home and setting up a business, it's like, I look back at myself now and think, I bit off a lot more than I could chew uh, with the gym. Even though I, I got it to a, a level of, of, of reputation was well known, it just wore me down. And to the point where, you know, coming home from Iraq and you, you're getting used to being blown up and, you know, you become so desensitised to things like that. When you come home, there's nothing going on. It's boring. So then you end up drinking. And then, you know, unfortunately, when I had the gym, I ended up, get, like, I ended up taking coke during the day just because I was bored. And that started to really affect the business. Uh, I weren't, was never happy in my home. But, I, you know, I'd just come home from Iraq and I had the business and, you know, I had a, a, my dog. And 
just everything was getting a lot. You know, when you're not happy at home, and it's, it's just a, it was just a vicious circle. And, you know, and then I started taking steroids on top of that when I was competing. Just, it was just a, a recipe. You were fucking massive, mate. Mate, you? oh, I look, do you know what? I look back at myself now, 22 stone, and that is enormous. Because you were at the um, the, the Brit, um, British, weren't you? Uh, UK's. UK's, yeah. yeah. UK's strongest man, ultimate strongman. Yeah. That's uh, Glenn Ross's organisation. Yeah. Yeah, I, I did. I did Northerns three times, competed England's strongest man twice, and the UK's strongest man. Yeah. And then I was the strongest I've ever been, but in the worst condition in my life. You know, with everything, the, the cocktail of alcohol, drugs, steroids, you know, it was... Where was your head at then? When, you, when you're taking all them things at mate, one time, what you... What honestly, you, I don't know. How dark are you thinking? Well, it's constant. It's not that it, that it was ever. I was addicted to anything, but I just I've got such an addictive personality that when something when I like something, it starts to become a habit. Right? No. You're constantly thinking about it, and you know it's. I look back on myself now and think, oh, I, I didn't. I just didn't explore doing the things I was doing. Uh, my body under so much stress. Of, of of just just all the stuff the chemicals in me you know so are you are you taking these to block anything out or are you doing it to more fill a fill a hole that wasn't there anymore because think, like obviously you've gone from not getting blown up watching your back and you, you're in with a team to then running business and everybody's not got that team mentality and they're all having a little piece yeah I just I, the, the transition of trying to be a civvy for me was so difficult yeah. honestly um, um, being in the military, it's like you use out. You've all, like you ask anybody that's military. We came back from Iraq, and we was put in the golf pavilion at four or five, and, and crates and crates of beers. And right, we'll let you all out when when you've when you've uh, decompressed. But alcohol isn't honestly. Alcohol is the worst thing in the world. I'm scared of it now. Absolutely petrified of it. I can't drink. I've gone that far the other way now. Um, don't get me wrong, I like having a, a wine and a couple of beers, but it's like I have a three drink rule. Kind of sometimes, three's enough for me. Yeah. Whereas I used to be sniffing, drinking a bottle of gin, bottle of red wine, and still going for days. Nah, not, it's, I'm not about that anymore. How did you turn it around? Because you went off the radar for a bit, didn't yeah, you? Because I, did, what, I didn't you know see I did? you for ages, you know what I mate. I did. I started. I started. What's what I'm looking for? I started taking it easy on myself. I kind of went. Do you know what? But what was the point that you thought I need to start taking it easy on myself? Did somebody tell you England, that? Or? England's strongest. England's strongest man. The first event. It was a deadlift. I pulled a three fifty deadlift. Car deadlift. Fucking hell. And if I'd have pulled, I've had problems with my hamstrings. Yeah. And if I'd have pulled that one more time, it would it would just put me back another six months. And I thought, do you know what? I ain't. It's not, did you say it's not worth it in your head? Because I'm so competitive. I'm absolutely fuming yeah. that I perform so badly. Yeah. You know, um, and getting injured. Because I want to be, 
I've always wanted to be, whatever I do, I want, want to to be, be I want to be the best at it. Yeah. You know, I got into Strongman and I was good at things, but I would never, I never took it seriously as an athlete. And I thought, nah, not for me. Dude, it's a false... In that moment? Yeah, it, it was everything. Every, everything. The, the drugs, it was... It all, I stopped it instantly. Wow. Yeah, I was, I was fuming. I was fucking fuming myself. I had help, and this saved my life. Cannabis oil. It, CBD? I no, no, no. The, the, the THC? The THC stuff, because I was using, I was using cork to... I was in a I was in a, a bubble because I'd just had a failed relationship, a failed business. My dad died a few years before, and I was I didn't know how to grieve. So the alcohol and the drugs were making me feel better. But if anything, it, it, it was just pushing, suppressing it. It was suppressing it, and, I, and, I, and the more I took it, the further I got away from it. I just and I took cannabis oil, and instantly went. I don't need any of that. This is enough for me. The THC? The THC stuff, yeah. It, and, and from there, I remember I was, I was living at home with my mum and my tenant moved out, so I moved back into my apartment and I went in my apartment and it hadn't changed for the whole duration I've, I've had it rented out and I sat there, no TV. And I, I, honestly, I, I, ate this, I ate a low point and I thought, is this it? And Bert came over and licked me. I went, oh, I've got a dog. And I live right on the right on the uh, doorstep of Rivington, Angles Arc, uh, Grey Till. Yeah, yeah. And next morning, took him walking and I had cannabis oil. And I just, all these times of, t- do you know what? I've never had a beer and gone, let's go for a walk. Yeah. But I have cannabis oil and go, right, I, I will go out all day. I'll be out at first light, on my own, revert, and I'll just go out. And because being ex-Royal Marine, a 30-miler uh, is one of your commando tests, so a 30-miler is quite iconic. So for me, it was like, I took myself back to day one, week one, started training properly, I just had, I knew the, the, I already had the structure of what I needed to do to- You're basically to, going back to basics. Yes, to basics, mate, honestly. Started out and I, I did set me, I didn't do, try and do too much. I just bit, I just started getting fitter and fitter. And I reckon I've done, well, in the last two, in the last two years, I've had this watch. I've clocked over a thousand miles running and jumping. And that's, and I started three years before that. So over the, over this last five, six years, I've done thousands and thousands of miles. And you've gone from 22 stone to what? No, I've, um, 17 stone. Fucking yeah, hell, man. Yeah. And, and, and now I'm at, I'm at the absolute fittest I've ever been. Fittest and strongest combined I've ever been. There's, at the minute, there's nothing I don't think I can, think I can, I can achieve. No. Talk to me about the THC then. So obviously, like you and Bert are there, mm. you, you, you take the THC. What does that THC do? Just breaks down barriers. Just just allows me to access emotions, thoughts, feelings. It took me, it unlocked a lot of memories um, and 
the memories that weren't always good and these memories that you, you put away because, you know, tra traumatic events you, you put to a side and you try and forget. Could you just give me one, mate, just as a bit of a... Uh, uh... Uh, do you know, it's like a child in my childhood, you know. Me and my sister, my mum and dad split up when I was 10. You know, and there's a lot of trauma surrounding that. So the, there's things I'd forgotten about that when you're out walking, you go, wow. And the amount of times I've, I've been out walking, I've burst into tears and not, not cared about it where I've been. Uh, and, it's, and it's empathizing for yourself as a kid and just thinking, fucking hell, it was, it was, it was difficult then. I'm being all right with it. So once that, that thought and feeling's done, done, it's, it's, it's done and done, it evaporates. So then Has someone can, taught you to do this? No, and this is everything. This I, is like, you know, you know what I mean, mate? It's like a lot of people go to therapy and stuff like, I don't, I, how have you figured this out? Just, just having a dog and having the ability just to be able to walk, walking and, and talking to yourself. Because when you but yeah, but not many people want to do that, mate. Is it the THC that's let you do that? I think with THC, it slows everything down. It's like, is it, it the same high as like smoking? Um, I can, I've it, never had it, so I, I can't. I'm trying to. It's no, it's it, you, it's a different high. Do you know, you, you have a you have a joint, and it's kind of like a heavy smoggy. Yeah, whereas yeah. when you have the cannabis, oil, it's almost like a. A switch turns and everything becomes HD. Your, your focus becomes zeroed in. Um, food tastes better. The colours oh. and like I said, it, you can access. I need thoughts. to try it. I need to try it. I need to. I need to try it. Mm. Just so I can understand that. Yeah. But I'd, I'd love the fact that you're talking yourself, mate, and you're like bringing up all these these memories and stuff, and kind of yeah. dealing with them, and when you you're almost kind of forgiving yourself. Are you in, the, in these moments? Well, there's nothing. That, the way I look at it now is there's been past trauma. So, right. When um, I stopped with the, the strongman, I retrained in childcare. I went over to, I was working for a school, uh, for a charity called Chagley uh, Educational Foundation. What was the reason for that? Why did you choose that path? I needed to do something different. I just needed to... A friend of mine presented an opportunity and I had to think, think about it and, and to work with kids. I think I was in a position where I needed help myself. I needed to break this mould of what I was doing. So this opportunity came about and this is when I was still still taking coke and drinking really heavy. But when we started doing this childcare, um, one, of the, one of the stipulations was we had to do a six month child therapy course and it wasn't like child therapy, like someone's child therapy. It's like inner child therapy. It's learning all about like little Mark inside. And I remember, I remember going there and then what we were, we were doing therapy through art. So for example, like we could have a brick road and you could have a, like a her time in your life would be a pothole or if there was a big, difficult time, you could have a road. So you, and you draw colors for emotions. Yellow could be happy, red could be, could be sad. So they used all sorts of different exercises. And I remember every time I was going, I'd, I would get really anxious and 
And it was all to do with my dad because all my upset and my trauma, the majority of it is from not grieving for my dad back then. So when I was going to these sessions, they were set, and it was my hardest to, okay, I didn't want to get upset in front of these people. That, there was, I think there was about eight, I think 12 of us started and eight of us finished, but we were all working together. And these strangers, I didn't want to divulge any sort of my information because, you know, you don't know them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't trust them. Yeah. I, don't, I don't know who they are. So over time, started, things started coming out and I just wasn't, I wasn't going to give it up. You weren't going to surrender to the no, process? I weren't gonna, no, I wasn't going to give it up. I weren't, I, I, I talk about other things, but right. I weren't going to talk about my dad. So when we, when we were going, so I've, one of my best mates, Tony, he, he's one of the blokes that started walking with me and we've done thousands of miles. And he's, we've started like looking at things like LSD. Yeah. Now, when you start doing research with LSD, it's used, it, it's documented with um, soldiers for yeah. post-traumatic stress. Yeah. So we managed to get all, so we started off with like, we'd have a quarter and then we'd go out and then we'd just, Feel, you know, feel how it is. Well, this one again, you're doing this yourself, no facilitator. You just like, yeah, just just going it's just out. How you fucking do things. Just, just, I just get just going anyway. I had this acid tab, and I wasn't going to go out. I was going to sit in my in my apartment and just let's see what happens. And there was a a split second of my dad. It was just, uh, it was like a fast image of my dad. So I went out, went to the shopping centre, got loads of cleaning stuff, loads of food. And I got to my apartment, so I had this acid tub. And I started... A and full I just, one? A full one, yeah. So I started cleaning. But when you start cleaning, I got to have my music on. Honestly, my apartment from corner to corner was immaculate. I was looking at the sink and the, the, the shapes and the sink and the bubbles and it was a, and all of a sudden I went I'm not even thought about my dad and as soon as that happened mate every single time my dad would come up I got this 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 energy inside I was like what energy was I it? I don't like, know honestly it was, it was now I know it was an energy but then I didn't have a clue what it was really? so I remember went downstairs and I was like right what is going on because you I weren't off my head. Were think it was just like, like you'd not lost control. No, you were like no, still in control exactly. of yeah, it. Yeah, I was so right. I've asked for this. I went upstairs, and I, me and my dad used to have cheese and wine nights, and for something made me do it. I put a glass of wine. And I put a, a well, one for him, one for you. Honestly, right. Put a glass of wine there for my dad. Cooking me, cooking me tea. And I went, right, went to turn around, I went, I can't, there was something, there was... An energy, exactly, exactly, there was something that I went, I could feel it, I went, so I turned around, put it down, and me and my dad's, me and my dad's uh, song was Dire Straits, Brother in Arms, yeah. right? and I thought, right, if I'm going to do it, I'm going to do it, Dire Straits, Brother in Arms, put it on, Went to turn around, I said, I had my tea. And Pink Floyd, Wish You Was Here came on. Yeah. I didn't, I, honestly, mate, I didn't put, one of my I favorites, didn't, mate. I didn't put it on. It's one of my favorites. And it came on, and I just went, I said, push me through to a side. And I, mate, I cried. 
this cry came from the bottom of my toenails, mate. It came out, and I could, I was snot coming out my nose. I was like that. And halfway through, me crying, me out. I've never cried like that. Halfway through, I burst out laughing. Isn't it? It's like that. It was almost like a bubble of emotion and, and this great. Eight years I clung on for that. And it came out, and I, honestly, it was like a. To the point where now I can sit here and talk about that incident, that moment, and, and that moment changed my life. And I can talk about it and not get upset. I can feel, I can, I can, yeah, yeah. I can feel it, yeah. but I don't get upset because it's, it's for me, it's a life-changing moment. For, for, it, it's just changed my life that, and through taking LSD, I would never. I know, I would, but Mark, we can't recommend people doing that because you're a different person. Yeah, yeah, I understand. Do you know what I mean? It's like you've been to darkness. You can go out into Rivington for thirty miles on your own mm. and live in your own headspace. You know, you've been to some places, but other people, I feel that they need that experience, but they need a facilitator. They mm. need a guide with them. Oh yeah, to, to to go through that. I mean, fucking brave as fuck that, mate. Taking a fucking full tab. When's the last time you took LSD? Um, Before that moment. You're not scared. You're not thinking, fuck me. I'm nah, fuck that. You weren't scared at all. You're no. thinking, I'm going to fucking, yeah. I'm going to go down an hole. No, 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 not at all. Because you're not forgetting. I've been a Royal Marine. I've, I've, I've been in, in, in hostile environments all my life. Sitting in, in my apartment, asking. I was, I was, I was, a, I don't think I would have got to, to that unless it was through using LSD. Yeah, definitely. Because he, he just he just allowed me to he just allowed me to go somewhere di different. But because your head's been down rabbit holes, some dark rabbit holes mm. at times because of like doing that thing. Are you not thinking when you take that LSD that you know you could have potentially gone down one of those holes? No. What was it then? How how did you not think you were going to because of the Marines and stuff like no, that? No, it, it, it not I, even cross your mind. No, because it, I don't. If, if you've got negative, if you've got negativity in you, if you've got negative thoughts, yeah. you know, if you if you're if you're that sort of person, then you can let if you let your imagination run away with you, yeah, yeah you can you can have a bad trip. But I'm totally aware of what I'm doing, and I, I've never gone to a point where I've not a clue what's happening. Yeah, it's it's just having confidence, and when you're out and when you're out. On the, on the ground, it's beautiful. You're seeing, you're seeing the land in a completely different way. You feel, like, you feel, like, you feel like you're part of it when, you, when yeah. you're out there. It's beautiful. I know, I try to explain um, while camping to people and I, I just can't explain it. You know, when you're out there and mm. you're doing the what's it, she kind of, you know, call the mountain kind of a, like a feminine energy because she can hug you or she can just mm. rip your fucking head off. Um, but that experience, mate, fucking hell, what a cathartic moment, just like, just what, like what, what I've, what I've realised as well, is like when I've always had, so like my dad's birthday, I would have got off my head, yeah. I would have got out drinking, it was father's day, I'd, I'd have done the same, yeah. because you have all this energy building up and not knowing how to deal with it, yeah. drinking and, and sniffing was the way I used to deal with it, but now, I don't, I'll, I'll go out, I'll go out and, and I'll do a 30 miler. I'll go out and run. Like I, I met, well, 
every time there's something that is a, a, a date, a memorable date, I will do something that morning just so that I know I'm, I'm nice and calm. You know, energy, my energy is completely depleted and I'm just, just happy. That's sick, mate. Mm. I just think you just laugh time I talk to you and that fucking edge that you always have, it's just like you're a total different... Oh, just a- you talking about the LSD thing, if you would have told me, like, five years ago that you were going to, like, this is what you're going to do, I'd be like, there's fucking no way you'd be doing shit like that, you. It's... It's worked. Yeah. It's, it's worked for me. And it will continue to... It's like, not, not, I'm not saying that taking LSD is something I'm always going to do or... It's the knowing how to deal with when I start getting worked up, going out running, going out yomping. It's, it's the only. It's the the only. I go out for a yomp, come after, come back after ten minutes, uh, ten hours. I'm a different different bloke. Yeah. All the problems you have, <clears throat> you've got ten hours to just chill out, think about it, and I always go always go on a better better man. Always. What? Um, how did being Marines affect you at all? Did did you, uh, did you have PS, PTSD from the Marines or anything like that? Obviously, I don't know much about it, mate. But uh, obviously, you must have seen things. Like... So, talking about PTSD, when um, I'd I completely deny if I if I had it because for me, kind of a. Having post-traumatic stress is, is like, oh, you look weak sometimes. No, I'm sound, yeah. you know, and one of the, the problems I've had is not talking and, and not uh, processing things. So when when I had Bert and I moved back home to my apartment, the the... Tenants, not the tenants, the people who lived there in the other apartments, pretty complaining, and they was going to get uh, evicted. No, I had a breakdown. I had, well, three breakdowns. The thought of somebody taking my dog, I, I, I completely, I didn't know what to do, you know. And I went to, to school and we've got access to counsellors there. I went there, again, brought down, saying, like, they're going to, the only thing that's essentially keeping you alive yeah yeah and it was down to down to Jo who was uh, who was counselling she wrote me a letter talking about that, that saying that you know um, animals don't underestimate the value or power of an animal you know Mark's yeah. been to Afghanistan has done this you know he's got post-traumatic stress and sent it to the, to the management company, which had gone from me going, I, I've, not got, I've not got post-traumatic stress at all, to accepting it. But the management company then sent out a letter to every single resident saying that you are. Saying I had a medical condition, that I had post-traumatic stress, that I'd been to, like divulging these things. I went, I met, I went mad. I went absolutely, absolutely mental at them because I was almost embarrassed yeah. that everyone knew about it. But, you know, we, we came to an agreement and, and Bert stayed. 
but um, ease the reason when when you've got lads with post traumatic stress, you need you need an out, you need you need something to keep you connected to yeah. to your to your past life. And for me, being out on the moors in the pissing down rain, in the rain wind, out of condition because it's it's almost like a, a self self harm sometimes when yeah. you go out, you push yourself. You I absolutely batter myself. I did a, a sixty. I went out last year. I did. 64 miles in 23 hours. I had all my kit on. It was a, it must have been about 50, 60 pound Bergen I went out for. And that's, and that was because the reason why that were, um, I had to put Bird down um, last year. Oh, sorry, mate. Yeah, uh, it's uh, a bit of a little girl next to my daughter. Oh, mate. Honestly, it brought me out. I didn't, didn't stop crying for three days. I was working with him down in London as well, so it's like, oh. so I, I had him all this time, and and, and he was, and he definitely, he hundred percent saved my life, but then he, he, unfortunately, he had those three incidences. He bit a little girl in a pub. He bit my missus, uh, and he bit a little girl next to my daughter. I was like, oh. so it was literally. Literally within 45 minutes of him doing it, I, I took the little girl home, told the mum, took him to the vet, and I was like, mate, I'll, I'll see you again. But, daft sod. I hate shit loudly. Yeah, and, and that's, that's the reason why I did that 64 mile, is because I had all this, this, what did I have? It, it was just, I'm not going to say it was anger, aggression, it wasn't, it was just, just a, yeah. a a force that needed to be dealt with and going out did 60 it didn't stop yeah. didn't stop for just something that's out of your control it's something something you absolutely love the same and you're just like fucking hell yeah but i look back on it now um and it's the hundred it was a hundred percent the right decision yeah because athena's now running round and yeah yeah he could have done it again it, it, yeah yeah it was unsafe and it's the best, the best place for him. Mm. You know, I could have given him away to somebody, but he would have spent f- forever and a day just waiting for me. Mm. You know, so it's not, it's not all bad. You know, he's up. I buried him up on uh, Great Hill. No, did you? So I was that your kind of like place? Was it right? So because me and LB have got a place, and when he goes, that's I'll be I'll be doing the same thing. So it. I put him down on the Tuesday. I had to go to work the next morning. So when I came back, it was the first thing I did. So I come back on the on the Wednesday, went went down to the vets, and they had him in uh, refrigeration. So he was fro- he was frozen solid. I was like, oh, it's a big fucking dog. I was, I was like, come here. So it was like forty about forty kilograms. Yeah, yeah. So I was like, oh. so I got this big duffel bag. Put him <coughs> put him in. And I went to, uh, do you know where Grey Till is? Yeah, yeah. Started at the bottom of White Coppice. Yeah. So I had, it's a fucking I, trek, that, mate. So I had, him, I had him on my back, but I had this big shovel sticking out. So I'm going up at, at sunset. So, so I'm going up. Completed, and there's people coming down. In, yeah, yeah. And they're looking at me, and I was like, is, uh, and I burst out, I don't know if it's me, dog, I'm going to burn it. And they're all oh, right, so, you look like I had it. Well, yeah, I had a dead body. So I got up there. So <laughs> I got up there. 
put him down, got the bag open, cut it open. And the day before I put him down, I had him in groomers. So he, he was immaculate. He was absolutely immaculate. So I dug this grave. So I'm sat down. I'm sat down, right, I thought, right, I'm gonna have a, I'll have a smoke. I'll just embrace this. Yeah, right, yeah. So I'm having a smile. I didn't realise because he was frozen solid. I was in his head as a man. <laughs> I was like, oh, oh that's good. So yeah, and, and the thing is, I snapped out of it. I buried him, and and that was it then. And I went, I went back a year later, uh, and just stood with him. I set, I set off early morning for mine, and I got because so he he faces east, so he gets the sunset and he gets the sun's sunrise oh, sorry it gets the sunrise and sunset every day good it, man, oh, yeah. mate. so I, I got there the day I was I was stressed right I'm gonna go for a run set off running I did 10 I did about 27 27 and a half miles but I got up there to top of Great Hill and it's just like ah it's yeah, all this stress yeah, just yeah, let it go yeah, and yeah. it's such a good place to yeah it's a good focus point to go to if I'm feel stressed and right I'm just gonna go for a walk use that as somewhere to go to yeah do you barber at York yes what's next for you then what what you what you thinking of doing now then what's your sort of you've been through all this for a reason haven't you and it's got to be to help other people out who are going through similar situations and stuff I love love helping people honestly it's because I know I know what I do works yeah I've worked with worked with young kids I was mentoring them young kids and I was taking them up on the moors and you know it, it's a space away where you put your phone down that stays there you walk and you talk and you have good food you have a lot. I've never, when you go out, when I go out on these jumps there's some of the lads that, that come with me some of the funniest humans you'll ever ever come across and the laughs that we have it's unbelievable so as far as helping people you know it's I love helping people, but they, it's hard to help people that don't want to be helped, you know, so it's, these people that come on the water, on these jumps with me, are everybody that just wants to be there, and enjoy a good time, and, you come in? I'm fucking, I'm there, mate, you mm-hmm. know I'm there, you know I'm there, no yeah. like, I, like I said to you, it's hard for me to, it's hard for me to explain, Yeah. because everybody's different, Everyone, yeah. everyone's got a different story, do you know what yeah, I mean, yeah, so it, yeah. There's no so there's no protocol. All the protocol is turn up, yeah. start walking, have a laugh. Yeah. And it's that's that's where it, that's where that's where it happens. Yeah. But I feel like you need to reach more people. We'll talk about it after this mm. a little bit more, can't we? But I feel that is definitely your calling. Doing this. We've got to commercialise it. Mm. See how you can make some money out of it, but help a lot of people at the same time. Money <sighs> Money be nice. Yeah. Money, money helps. It's just so you got choices. Yeah, like I like the one thing that I realised that when I had the gym, I set up the gym because I thought oh, I love the gym. Yeah, I make some money from it, and as soon as I tried to start making money from it, I hated it. Yeah, things with you, mate. You like um, you like a magnet. Once you start going, you've got your thing. People just like magnetise to you. You just got that in you. <laughs> You do, people just know that you're not out for yourself, you're out for other people. Yeah. I just feel that we can set this brand up and get this right. People will just come to it, mate, for, yeah. just for the right reasons. Yeah. I'm up for that. 
the fucking LSD thing's fucking blowing mind, you know. I just, and this is how, this is how, what's it? I could not do that on my own. Obviously, I've told you about, I'm about to start doing a mushroom ceremony, getting into ayahuasca and all that kind of thing. But I couldn't do it on my own. I've been, I don't know if I've got too much darkness in me or I'm scared of going down that thought process I had before that it might turn me into that and I go whoop like that. I know, Mark, but you're just built from something different than I am. No, it's, you've got to, you've just, don't be scared. Honestly, it's that, it's that, it's that hesitation yeah. that's stopping you progressing. Yeah. Because you've got to be, you've got to be all right with everything. There's nothing in my past now that's going to pop up and I'm going to go, oh, fucking hell. There's nothing. I know, Mark, but I've been out on nights out and I've had like, started off with LSD and then gone down, did a little fucking para and fucking in the corner getting fucking paranoid and shit. And I'm like, that's what scares me, about me getting to that thing where I'm just like, fuck what's, me, what's put, it in, what's put it in your head that, that, that that's what's going to happen? Myself, my own, mm. my own insecurities. Well, maybe, maybe you're not an inside person to do it. Maybe you, you're an outside person to do it. What do you mean? Like, there's people that like sitting in dark rooms and take it and you yeah. know, they get all sorts of messages and yeah but I'm not that sort of person I'm not I don't I think I, you're absolutely I right I, I think I've never thought I've never thought of it like that yeah maybe my, I need to do that and then get out into the mountains and start walking yeah. and stuff under when you when you I start, think what it was mate I think maybe I, obviously in those environments I'm at Sankey's I'm at fucking Hacienda and what's it obviously there's a lot of negative energy of people around mm. there and obviously I'm taking in that energy off other people yeah. they're really in my own headspace on my own you know I'm really quite a positive person yeah. I think I'll be alright to be honest but I've got that hesitation that little that bit of fear where I'm just like fuck me I just don't want to get a power trip and I'm like wolf down fucking Alice in Wonderland fucking like I say you've, you've got to you got to create your setting. Yeah. Your settings, and you, it's what leads up to yeah. what what you do to lead up to it. Do you know, are you eating right? Yeah. Are you sleeping right? Yeah. Are you training right? Are you stretching? Do you know, your fluid intake. Are you, do you know, are you, um, are you fasting? What sort of food you're eating? All these sort of things affect your affect your well being. So if you if you if you come for for example, if you come for a yomp with me. A week before, it's not a case of, you know, you have to be strict with your diet, but you've got to be really conscious about what you're doing. You know, I've I've stripped out gluten out of my diet. I've all dairy. I, I don't have dairy. I, I steam all my food. You know, there's also there's all different way. There's all my, there's my way I've done it. You know, I, I've got down from 22 stone to 17 stone doing the way I do it. And I like training the way I do, leading up to going out for a yomp, because you know that you, you're training up to it, that when you're, using, when you're doing a yomp, you're using all your reserves, everything that's in it, all your good food, everything, it's you that's doing it. You're not using energy drinks or sweets, or for, it's everything. When you start, when, you start um, when I started fasting and doing very little carbs, when you start using all the fats that's on your body, it's, a ne it's next level for, for training, training like that. Do what you, sort of fasting do you do then? Do you do like, not in the morning, just eat once at night or what? what's your fasting? I'll break protocol? fast. I'll break fast at two o'clock. I'll have, I'll have a protein, so I'll have a couple of eggs, tomatoes and avocado. 
and then at tea time, she's about eight o'clock. I'll eat for I'll just eat for an hour. You know, I never go to bed hungry, but I'm doing. I think it's about sixty a sixteen hour fat. Yeah, sixteen hour fat. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, it's good that. Yeah, we'll talk about. But you've got so much value to give, mate, haven't you? We need to get this on video. We need to like set something up along the side where people can get your value that you can give them. Yeah. I just think there's, um, it's just the way you deliver stuff, mate. There's no one who delivers it like you. Do you know what I mean? It's not like you're saying anything different than other people. It's just the way you are as a person. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? And it's like, I just don't know anybody else who'd like, oh, you have you tried LSD? It might help you out with your problems. And then that person go off and do it on their own, in their own apartment. Nobody does that. They search out a facilitator who connects with them and then let that person guide through them. Not you. You just went in your own house, <laughs> bang that, and then right, fucking bring it on. Whatever's going to bring it on, bring it on. It's been a crazy... I've had a... I look back, I've had a crazy... A crazy life. Yeah. Absolute, it's a one-off, mate. Absolute mental life. Yeah. So I think extreme conditions deserve... Like, you need extreme... Yeah. You need, you need yeah. to do something as extreme to that just to level you out. Yeah. Resilience, mate, is fucking... If someone's going to ask me what Mark's net, I'm just like resilient as fuck, <laughs> aren't you? Just like, when it comes to adversity and stuff like that, mate, you just fucking smash the arse off that thing. Just like, you, you can literally just like, just battle through anything. It's your biggest, bestest thing about you. That's your best trait, that. Resilience. Good, I'm... I, I'm not an, you've got to be tough. You've got to, to train the way, to train the way I train and just to be, just to be who, who I am, it is tough because I've got an ego of being an ex-Royal Marine, I've been a bodyguard or, you know, so you, you've got this, I've got this, um, I've, I've, I'm the way I am and this is the way I'll always be and it's when I stop being like this, that's when I started yeah. going down the wrong, the wrong, wrong tracks. Yeah. But yeah, this is. Uh... I think everybody needs to watch this space, Mark. I don't think you're even on social media, are you? That's what. You're not even on social media, are you? For, for me to tell people to go and follow you. Do you know what I am? But I just, I am. It's a trained by Snapper, which I've had a look at. And that needs changing. So that's that's what well, everyone will fall trained by Snapper. Um <laughs> and then it'll be changing things very soon. I'm excited <laughs> to fucking, you know, get this going with me, mate, honestly. It's gonna be sick. Thank you for listening, everybody. Goodbye. you with the best